Are we losing weight or losing our minds? I think it's unfair, but sadly, you'll always be judged. People see you according to their own personal preference. So if you don't meet their personal preference, they already judge you. So the same way, if maybe someone met a skinny person and they don't like skinny people, they already judge the skinny person. If someone prefers skinny people to a fat person, when they see you, they've already judged you. This 30-something-year-old has never tried to lose weight for anyone. She has never tried to be someone she's not, or someone else for that matter. The struggle is real, and the pressure also is real. But you heard her. The struggle has been real. I'm a comfort eater. So whenever I feel stressed or things are not going my way, I resort to eating. So that's just how it's been, like. Up, down, up, down, up, down. But I have moments when I decide, you know what? I'm taking charge. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to exercise. With the right motivation, it can go on and on. Then sometimes I just hit a snack and I'm like, I think I'm trying too hard. Let me just be me. Let me enjoy. Let me do this. And then I have moments also, so... I need to strike a balance, maybe. That's just probably what I need to do. I need to strike a balance. This is a story of many people struggling with weight. They say I've been starting since January, and I'm still starting. Um, even in July, I planned going through Google and finding such options as Intermittent fasting. When I was doing the intermittent fasting, it's called IF, uh, I would start eating at midday, and by 8, I'm done, and that's when I'm having my last meal. Keto dieting. Okay, I've tried to wrap my mind around it. Like, how do you eat fat to lose fat? Trying all of them, and failing, and trying again, and failing, and still trying. It's not easy at all, at all, at all. You can plan everything, but if you're not ready, you're not ready. And it requires a lot of self-discipline and self-control. Things that I still need to work on. Yeah. I admire people who can do those things for quite some time. Actually, also those who can make it a lifestyle. Because habits are the hardest thing to, things to break. This is a story about body positivity. While you are thinking about losing weight, probably should just appreciate where you are. Because imagine our bodies are different. So it's now up to you to start um, ticking the other, the remaining checklist of this person. Like, yeah, you're fat, X. Are you funny? Are you tall? Are you stylish? You see, all these other things.
you're listening to the Human Interest Podcast, a weekly podcast where we get to hear stories about people, why they do what they do, and about life, successes, losses, challenges, and lessons. My guest and I opted to share this story anonymously, and I want to take a moment to explain why, because I've done this once or twice before in the podcast. The fundamental advantage of anonymity, first to the guest or the case study, is the freedom to tell their truth without the fear of being judged later. And second, and most importantly, anonymity will allow you, my dear listeners, to judge what is being said on the basis of the ideas alone and not the speaker. The story is meant to take a life of its own, independent of the speaker, and through it, allow people to relate to it at the point it reflects to their own truth. And in the end, provide a good platform for dialogue. So please, never at one point should we denounce anonymity as cowardly and damaging. I actually think stories are the most raw this way, and I want this platform to be that, you know, raw and true and non-judgmental. That said, my guest weighed 130 kilos, that's about 287 pounds, about two years ago, when she decided it was time to shed a few. She hit the gym, watched her potions, observed clean eating, the whole shebang, and in a few months had actually lost 20 kilos, that's about 44 pounds. And then life happened, and before she knew it, she had gained back 28 kilos, that's about 61 pounds, and was back to square zero. She sent me this message when I asked if I could share her weight. Let me go cry. Here's her story from the beginning. I've been a big girl from like even kindergarten, even from like when I was a child. I've always been a big girl. So it's never really occurred to me that it's a matter of life and death. And I have to really applaud my mom because I remember when I was in primary school, I think class one or something of sort, some kids would try to bully me. Oh, you're fat, blah, blah. And I'd go home crying and tell my mom, Mom, they call me. Now my mom would tell me, yeah, so what? You're fat, so what? Does that make them better than you? And then the best thing is at that moment, at that time, I used to love books. I loved books so much. I used to come top of class every single year. So that also helped some way to shut down my bullies because they'd be, yeah, you're fat. Nee, nee, nee. But I'll be like, yeah, I'm fat. I come top in class. I swim for school in the competitions. What do you do? So that really helped, like, shut them down. We'd be given money for lunch in school. They used to have a lunch program where you'd go and pay and then you'd eat lunch in the school. But what did I do? I went <laughs> and deposited part of the money with the ice cream guys and part of the money... <laughs> <laughs> the kiosk lady just outside the school. So at lunchtime, I'd go to the kiosk. My mama, that lady, she's called Mama Ken. 
then I'd buy this it was I think some bread that had icing inside it was called slippers I don't know if you remember slippers <laughs> yes It had cream. Yes. It was cream in yes. I know. I would go eat slippers. Then go to the ice cream guy. <laughs> so, I think that's when I just gained all the weight back. And that was in Clazet. I was just I was 13. Yeah, that's when I think all hell just broke loose. And then my dad noticed I was gaining so much weight. So what my dad used to do, he'd take me for a drive. We'd go up then <laughs> he'd make me jog until down and go back up again and down and then up and then I would go home every Sunday. I'll never forget about that. But I appreciate because I think that's when he got me into the whole fitness thing. Then I went to high school, played hockey, But then at least my high school wasn't so bad. In high school um I didn't lose a lot of weight. I actually think I was just constant there, but I must admit I think I also had bad eating habits during the holidays. Because there's a cousin of mine we used to live with and should remind me, do you remember you used to drink like a little coke by yourself? I'm like, no, I can't remember. because it's true i think i usually have this thing of selective amnesia i can decide to block out some things or some moments in my life i don't know why that happens but it does happen so whenever she reminds me it's when i try and remember yeah my feeding habits were bad at that time so anyway yeah so went through high school now after high school I can say my dad is one who really introduced me to the gym like proper gym because what he did is immediately after school he enrolled me in a proper gym in Nakuru and I've never been to any gym that's that good ever because the minute you go to this gym they take your vitals um they ask you what's your aim do you want to lose weight do you want to maintain weight what exactly do you want to do so if it's losing weight they like they write a program for you um and they check consistently after every two weeks the trainer checks your progress like we said you'll be doing 10 times of this are you able to do them are you doing them efficiently do you run out of breath still or you've improved so if you've improved they move it to 15 times and i made progress He even bought me slimming tea. I don't know why. <laughs> But my dad has always been the health conscious one because he also gyms a lot. So he would encourage me to just gym and all that. And I I I did lose weight, but not so much. Not to a size 12 or a size 8. Maybe a size 16, but very healthy. Um then i guess my bad habits would just relapse when was the first time you felt mm-hmm. consciously mm-hmm. that i was big in high school yes 
think in high school is when I felt I was consciously big. And I felt I had to make up so much for it. And I think sometimes I do things to prove people wrong rather than do things because I want to do them. Yeah. Because I usually feel I'm already judged by my appearance. So I'll prove you wrong. Yeah. Like what would you say you do? Like an example. <laughs> uh Okay, like I know, I know I am a good dancer. I'm very flexible. And when <laughs> I know when I agree. <laughs> <laughs> when someone sees me at first they're thinking, hmm, okay. So I try to prove my point <laughs> when the music comes on and I prove my point and yeah. Cause I know like a friend of mine also told me like sometimes when we go out and then we're like a couple of people that I don't know and she maybe she knows them and then I just join them. So she's usually looking at people's expressions and then in her head, no, that's, this is just something she's telling me in her head. She's having a conversation with herself and she's like, yeah, just look at her like that. You just wait till when the music starts. Then you will know you don't know. <laughs> yeah. So... That also confirmed to me that most of the time you are judged by how you appear. And then from that, now you have to prove them wrong or disapprove them. Yeah. Do you feel like it's an unfair prejudice? How did, yeah, do you feel like it's unfair? I think it's unfair, but sadly, you'll always be judged. I surround myself with. positive people if I may say and I really think what my mom did to me or for me when I was a child has really impacted on me a lot because I'm just thinking if I would go home to her and tell her mom they've been bullying me I'm a fat child and she'd tell me maybe don't worry life is like that blah 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 I'm sure probably I'd be looking at things differently right now. But she kept on telling me, yeah, you're like that, so what? As in, is that all? Is that all they have to say? I mean, there's so much to life other than you feeling the way you're feeling. So what else? I mean, there's so much to offer. If that's the only thing these people can see about you, then that's their own mistake. That's their own problem let them deal with that yeah so have I ever been depressed about my weight like honestly 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 depressed no I think I've been bothered by other things but not my weight yeah. can you say you've ever lost on any opportunity because someone judged your weight <laughs> You have brought up a very interesting thing. So, <laughs> no, it just reminds me that at my former workplace, um, just before I left, there's this lady who 
was like the secretary of the department head. So there's a day we were just, I think I was just talking to her. Then she told, then she happened Sorry. to tell me that um, at that time she was sitting in for the PA of the then boss. Then I was an intern. Then all spots came up and then we did interviews and I performed well in the interview. So she tells me, that particular boss asked her, do you think the company is ready for a big girl? So when she shared that with me, then, and then I just looked back and said, I never thought in my life anyone would judge me because of my size. My ability to work, and the interesting thing was this work is not anything physical. It does not require, it's not like an army job where I'm required to be a certain size, certain height, certain capabilities, no. It's just something that I use my brain, my hands, my eyes, my ears. So I was just wondering, have people also lost such opportunities because of how they, they look or how they appear? That's when it really hit me that maybe I have lost out on some opportunities because of my appearance. Yeah. What would you tell such people? Uh, I tell such people to be open-minded because in my opinion, they're shallow. You can't just judge someone from their appearance. The people have so much more to offer. And in this world right now, you need to be open-minded because someone may not be what they appear to be. They have so much to offer. There's so much to offer. Have you ever lost on love or liked someone and they didn't like you back because, because of your weight? Okay, maybe I can say luckily I've never... <laughs> I've never, I've never experienced that. Yeah. Unless someone, okay, unless someone, unless they didn't tell me, but no one has ever come up to my face and told me, I can't be with you because of your weight. Most of these people, when I ask them, because I always ask people, like when we are starting out or we've met, do you, does my weight bother you? They're like, no. I love, actually, for me, the best thing a woman can wear is confidence. That's just what they tell me. So I'm like... Mm. You did this whole modeling thing for a while. Mm -hmm. Maybe tell me why you decided to, to go into it and how it helped. In 2014, uh, that's when I, I came across an, an advert on, to go for auditions at... Was it at View Park, Power, uh, View Park Towers? Yes. Uh, by Plus Fabulosity. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Let me just go try out this. So we'd be taught how to dance, how to walk in heels and all that. It was also a very nice experience because I can say comfortably it's then when I learned how to really strut my stuff on heels. Previously, I'd just look at heels and admire them like, 
nice pair of shoes. I can't. I love how they look, but I can't get them. But after that, I was confident. I would now buy heels and wear them. And it was really, really nice. And at that time also, confidence was there because, I mean, I've met beautiful, amazing ladies who are comfortable in their own skin. Who wouldn't want to be in such a space? So my confidence levels were up there. My eating habits were right. Everything was just working. Okay, the, the whole modeling thing, uh, for me, when I found out there's a platform for big girls to just have an opportunity to do what has been deemed by society as a normal thing, I jumped onto the bandwagon because that is also something I've also always wanted to do myself because... I remember immediately after high school, finding nice clothes my size, stylish clothes my size. It was hell. It was hell. Because you want to look good like your fellow friends, but you can't because there's nothing nice in your size. You just have to find really bad clothes in your size. So I always thought, even thought of going to a design school, just so that I could be able to make my own clothes. Yeah, but the whole fear and doubt thing, I kept on shelving it and saying, ah, I'll do it, I'll do it. Until now I found, wow, there's actually someone who has decided to do this and pursue it. And I did it. So I found it as like, ah, there's someone already doing this, so let me just jump into this and do it. So we went for training um, on how to cut work, how to carry yourself, how to just be confident and to be out there. It was an interesting experience. I met amazing people during that journey. And um, some of them went to pursue this whole modeling thing. But I can say maybe being shy and not being... Wanting to be out there also just held me back a bit. So I said, I don't want to pursue it like that. Where Okay, there's a time maybe I wanted to have my, my face splashed on all billboards. But then I think again, no, that's going to invade into my privacy. So let me just, it's okay. Yeah, but it was a very, it was a beautiful experience for me. I met confident women who were just, okay with being okay with them and we shared also stories some of them shared stories of how their weight has been a problem or has been a blessing and I used to find it very unfortunate for those who were actually bullied by their family members so when we're sharing some of these stories some would say my Mom actually used to say really nasty things to me or my aunt so or my grandma. Yeah, so it was very unfortunate. Was mm. there like <coughs> can I say closure? Like how mm. how were such people be was there like it was it like a counseling, a therapeutic thing also? I think the, the, the only therapeutic bit would just be finally finding a forum where you can share this and these people actually get you. Yeah, because 
either they have similar experiences or they can actually relate to what you're saying. Yeah, I think there's some form of therapy. You know, sometimes just speaking about something is therapeutic and then especially saying it to people who you feel you share the same kind of problem. I love that this story is about much more than just weight struggles. It moves past the weight to the person, what makes her happy, the lessons she has learned over time, an understanding of her struggle, body positivity. I could go on and on. What I want you all to take home from this is there is more to a person than what meets the eye. My guest says she's willing to give weight loss a second try when she's ready. Until then... I love that I'm more aware of who I am, what my body's abilities are, and I think that's the most amazing thing. So it doesn't matter whatever size I am, I just know I'm able to do this, I'm capable of this. been listening to the human interest podcast with Evelyn Wamboi. Two requests from me as we wrap up. If you want to share your story with me, please don't hesitate. My email is thehumaninterestpodcast at gmail.com. That's thehumaninterestpodcast at gmail.com. Also, I'm available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Please subscribe, comment, like, and share. On iTunes, you can head over to the review section and leave a review. What this does is that it puts the podcast on the chart and allows others to find and enjoy it. Thank you so much for all the support this far. See you next week.